Welcome to Building the Future. I'm your host, Kevin Hark. You can check out new episodes of the show every Tuesday and Thursday at 2 p.m. If you missed an episode or want to get more information about the show, please visit buildingthefutureshow.com. SoupX, the Startup Expo, North America's premier startup conference, is March 6th and 7th, 2017, in sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Affordably priced, SoupX is a two-day international conference featuring workshops, panels, speeches, a $50,000 startup competition, and over 100 exhibitors. For more information, go to sup-x.org. Welcome back to the show. Today we have Alex Choi. He's the founder at Arlex Meet. Alex, welcome to the show. Hi, it's a pleasure to uh, be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, man, I I, I had to have you on the show. I, I think what you're doing is is super important, really cool, and I love the fact that you're so young and you're doing so much. And so maybe kind of before we get into um, what you're doing, let's get to know you a little bit better and, and start off with kind of, I guess, where you grew up. Yeah, yeah, sure. Or where you're growing uh, up, I should say. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. So I'm uh, 15 and I uh, awesome. grow and I've uh, spent my life so far around London in the UK. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a great uh, tech startup entrepreneurship uh, emphasis here, which uh, I think is definitely good, especially for young people. Sure. So you're in high school, correct? Yeah. Okay, so obviously you're doing all this other stuff in your spare time outside of yeah. school. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, are are you? Do you have plans to go on to university or something, or are you just gonna see what happens? You're still pretty young. You can decide, but. Uh yeah yeah. Uh, a lot of people ask me whether I want to go to university. Uh, I probably will. I think at the moment I'm in between choosing whether. I really want to go into business or whether it's a hobby at the moment. And I guess uh, where my ventures take me now will ultimately determine uh, what sort of path I take. But I definitely uh, am interested in this sort of entrepreneurship thing. And uh, either way, I'll probably go to university. Um, yeah. Sure. No, I, I think I think that makes sense. And you, you still have a few years before you need to really <laughs> yeah. decide on that. And I, I love the fact that you're so young and you're doing this stuff. So I'm, I'm curious to know kind of what got you kind of passionate about getting into technology so so young? Uh, well, I guess it's when I've got an iPod Touch when I was about 10. Okay. And uh, I, saw, I saw apps and stuff, you know, started downloading them. I always wondered what it would be like to create my own. So uh, I guess I started looking into coding online and I joined a coding club at my school and then slowly on I learned to code and then a few years ago I decided to take a more entrepreneurial stance. I gathered a few other young people uh, online through online forms uh, and to create a team which I thought then we could start to create uh, more business viable uh, products. Okay. So yeah. Okay, so so you had a coding thing in high school or, or or junior high? What what is it called over in the UK? Um, middle school? Uh, well, like secondary school. Secondary school. We, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you you had that, and then you met a bunch of people. I'm assuming across the world that you kind of yeah. collaborated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and so what did you kind of do with that? Is that kind of what formed Arlux Technologies or, or kind of walk me through how that came to be? Uh, yeah, that's sort of what really formed Arlux Technologies. So, you know, I just went on Twitter. Uh, there's an amazing community of uh, teenagers uh, on the Facebook groups and through Twitter and stuff who uh, like show off their projects and stuff. And I managed to sort of uh, get into those networks and, uh, you know, find some uh, people who might be interested in working with me and stuff. And, you know, slowly we started to form a team and uh, for the time that we've had a team, it's definitely changed a lot, uh, like the personnel. But, uh, yeah, I guess it's amazing what sort of people you can meet online. That's sort of how uh, it came together. Sure. No, and and we'll get into kind of exactly what Arlux Technologies is um, in a second. Yeah. But- I'm I'm curious just to go a little bit further and, you know, for any other kind of teens out there listening, you mentioned kind of Facebook and Twitter, but how did you kind of come up with the courage and stuff to kind of reach out to people online? Because it kind of, it can be scary, especially when you're a bit younger, right? Um, I guess. Or you just went for it. Uh, yeah, I guess I just really went for it. I mean, I personally, I think it's easier reaching out to people online rather than, you know, approaching them and going, hey, do you want to join my company, you know? Very much uh, And a lot of other people do it too. So, you know, you're definitely not alone when you do it. And uh, many people is the, share the same hobby. So for most people, you know, it's, uh, it's a common interest. So uh, there's nothing awkward about it, but... You know, I think just uh, just start talking to people and uh, you'd be surprised how uh, easy it is to meet people. Sure. So when you're reaching out to people, what did you kind of say to them? Like, check out my project or do you want to collaborate? Or how did you kind of start reaching out to people? Uh, yeah, sort of, sort of like that. I mean, normally uh, I just ask them whether they can code and then I tell them a bit about uh, the project and then uh, if they like it then you know we talk a bit more about their skills and the rest of the team's skills and uh, yeah really that's how most people do it they just if they have an idea you know they share it and many people are often interested in uh, uh, joining a project like this so sure. uh, you know so when you were search first um, kind of searching for these groups do you have any recommendations that you could give kind of other teens either on Facebook or Twitter of, or online of places they can go to kind of get involved in the community? Uh, yeah. So on Facebook, there's a group called High School Hackers. There's also Hackathon Hackers. Those are two very big groups with a, a lot of uh, teen entrepreneurs and developers in it. Okay. And under, on Twitter, if you, you can often find – Lots of uh, if often if you just search WWDC scholars, WWDC scholars is a Apple offer scholarships to young people who code to go to their conference each year. And often, uh, you know, if you just search for those sorts of people, then uh, they you can network with them, and they know often people too on Twitter. So you know, there's many ways. But when, once you start to know a few, then you quickly uh, get to know many more. Sure, and it kind of snowballs, right? That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so what exactly is Arlux Technologies and why did you decide to kind of found it? 
Uh, well, it's a startup run by students all across the world. I guess I found it because I wanted to create uh, apps and stuff, platforms, but, you know, one person can't do everything. And I thought, well, if I can't do everything, then I'm sure I can find someone else who can do these things. And I thought it would be really cool to uh, uh, collaborate with what I believe a few people is better than one. So, uh, yeah, I guess I wanted some people with better skill sets. So, for example, I'm not the best at designing and I'm not the best at uh, front-end type development. Uh, so, you know, I asked I asked uh, around for people who can do things I'm not so good at. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's how we formed a team. And, uh, yeah, we've got such a variety of skill sets between us uh, which makes it uh so good no that that's great man I, I think that's awesome and so um obviously you just kind of met these people online have you ever met any of these people that you've worked on in person at at something yet uh yes yeah we uh have actually so uh we've started uh doing events now uh so We've hosted a few hackathons and also some other conferences. And through that, I've invited uh, some of our team to join us at those. And I've also met new team members at those too. So we're also starting to uh, find new team members offline as well as online. Okay, very cool. So you guys have kind of built um, a couple apps. Do you kind of want to talk about exactly what you guys are building? Uh, well, we've... Uh, retired many of our past products to focus okay. on our new one. But our new one is uh, basically uh, an e-learning platform, a bit like Khan Academy or Udemy, things like that, that we want to really add a social aspect, a bit like school. So we want to really create an online classroom, which is really social. So, uh, you know, a bit like how you might watch YouTube tutorials on how to cook. We want to integrate as many of sort of those as possible into one place and uh, allow users to interact with each other. So, you know, a bit like how you would in class and stuff. So that's what we're currently creating. Okay. And, and when do you think that's going to launch? Uh, uh, in January is when we're planning to launch it. So uh, quite soon. Okay. No, that's, that's very cool. And so I'm, I'm curious then, ha have you found because you guys are like obviously teenagers have you guys found any like what are the pros and cons i guess of being that young and founding a company like it, you got to have tremendous support from mm. the design and development community and kind of the tech community as a whole correct uh in some aspects i mean okay. currently at this time there's a lot of people a lot of young people doing it so I think a few years ago it was a bit rarer, but now it's more common. But even so, uh, you know, if you talk to the average adult, they'll be pretty surprised. I mean, uh, some some teachers at school didn't really believe uh, that I did have one, but then uh, they saw some things online and then they believed it. So, you know, a lot, well, I guess one of the cons is people don't always take you seriously, but I guess one of the pros is that uh, more people would notice uh, our work, I guess, since we're younger. Younger, uh, you know, it's it's a quite a big surprise that uh, a young group of students could achieve so much. 
Uh, I guess that's quite a surprise to some people. Uh, but yeah, not being taken seriously all the time is a problem. But I found that recently, actually, quite uh, adults are becoming more accustomed to uh, young people trying to uh, take on proper projects. Sure. Well, I think like part of the reason I wanted to have you on the show was to kind of hopefully inspire other teens yeah, you know, across yeah. the globe to, to do what you're doing or or work with you guys in some some way because I think it's yeah. super important, right? And you know, in in a lot of ways, you've accomplished what a lot of people maybe never do in a lifetime already, and you're so young. And I I think the the story that I really like about you is I think that it doesn't really matter what age you are, if you really have a passion for something, with the internet, you can find people across the globe to, you know, make that passion a reality. Yeah, of course. You know, and, and so I'm curious then, you're launching a project in January, you're you're working with people across the globe. Um, how's that been, working with people kind of in different time zones and you know, kind of all over the map, right? And and kind of managing that while going to school. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely been a challenge. We've tried to create many models and uh, you know structures to try and create uh, an as efficient workflow as possible. Uh, I don't think we have a perfect solution to that, and I don't think we ever will. But. Uh, you know, there's many ways. I try to uh, spread it out, of, like, uh, the management a bit. So I try and have someone to uh, try coordinate maybe the east more or someone to coordinate the west so then we can have, let's say, meetings for certain time zones and stuff. But most of the time, uh, at the weekend, we try to have a big team get together and uh, try to get us all together. I mean... Uh, quite hard to coordinate since uh, all our school schedules they don't really match up so you know some people have holidays when others don't which in a way is quite good because then we're not always not one of us is always free normally so uh, no I I think that's great And, and so Let's maybe dive a little bit deeper into the kind of the platform. You quickly kind of gave an overview, but yeah, um, what exactly are you guys kind of building? Uh, so it's a social e-learning platform. So we sort of want to create a place where you can learn anything, okay. uh, you know, free. And uh, we want anyone to be able to teach on the platform, a bit like YouTube, but for learning. Okay. Uh, we want anyone to be able to learn on it. And we also want to allow users to interact with each other, make friends while uh, learning something. So, you know, if I really had a passion for cooking, I could learn with other people who want to learn how to cook. And, uh, yeah. And let's say I'm really good at, uh, let's say, uh, singing. I could teach singing courses on Learn Plus. Okay. So on, on this Learn Plus platform, how... Is it, is it just for kind of teens? Is it for people of any age? Or, or have you kind of not really defined a market? Uh, from a business aspect, I do want to keep it niche because niche products do normally uh, work. But we, we, do, we are targeting it at all ages. We don't really have a target demographic because, uh, you know, 
there are older people who wish they learned something and I think that Learn Plus could be uh, a worthwhile platform for them but there's also lots of young people who might want to use Learn Plus to let's say catch up on their maths revision or something so really there's potential for Learn Plus to be used in uh, many different ways and uh, for many different people. Sure no I, I think that makes a lot of sense and so who came up with the original concept for Learn Plus? Was it you or was it the team or, or how did it kind of come to be? Uh, I came up with the original concept. Uh, however, the team has contributed uh, to how the final uh, form and how it works and stuff. So uh, it's gone through a lot of tweaking, but I guess my inspiration for it was when I was learning to code, I was constantly going onto different websites, uh, looking for good quality courses on how to code. But I kept having to, I spent so much time searching for good courses that uh, I spent a lot of time wasted. So uh, I just really, originally I just wanted to create one place where you could go to learn something. Uh, however, uh, we've now tried to add a lot more aspects into it to make it more competitive. Sure, that makes sense. So how big is the team working on it right now, or does it kind of fluctuate? Uh, it really does fluctuate. Uh, people come and go maybe uh, every few months, really, depending on their uh, other commitments, really. However, at the moment, on this project, we have about 12. We have uh, a few other smaller side projects but we don't really focus on those with a few other people sure no that that makes a lot of sense and and so how long have you guys been actively kind of developing learn plus uh we've been developing learn plus for almost a year uh unlike let's say an adult development team we can't build things nearly as quickly well first of all we don't have as much experience and uh Second of all, we don't have as much time, but uh, we do we do uh, try to get things done as fast as possible. Okay, so how much time on average would you say you try to put into the platform and kind of the ventures that you're doing outside of school in a week? Uh, I'm not really sure. It depends on my week, to be honest. I mean, okay. you know, my homework load varies each week so I really base it around that but uh, I do try to commit at least like one or two hours a day oh, wow. and uh, more at the weekend but uh, you know during exam periods maybe not as much and also if I do have exams then normally uh, someone else takes my role temporarily while I have those so uh, we do things like that to make sure that it doesn't too heavily impact our school commitments too. Right. I, I guess that is kind of the most important focus at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So I'm, I'm kind of curious then, um, you also recently ran a kind of a conference. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm curious, I, I know it's over now, but I'm assuming you're going to do more um, throughout, you know, in either maybe in 2017 and whatnot, but yeah. what exactly was the Arlex meet and, and why did you guys decide to do a conference? Uh, so Arlex meet is a conference for uh, teen entrepreneurs to come together and uh, meet, share and learn. Uh, that's normally uh, our sort of catchphrase for it. Sure. Um, 
it sort of came about when uh, earlier this year, actually, I, uh, I started going to some networking events, getting to know uh, more people in the uh, tech startup uh, sectors. And uh, I noticed that there weren't many events where, uh, well, first of all, teen entrepreneurs are welcomed. And also, if you are a teen entrepreneur, you don't really know what events to go to. So I wanted to create a conference specifically targeted towards uh, teen entrepreneurs. And I slowly got to meet uh, many teen entrepreneurs in the UK. And uh, I learned that uh, they definitely are quite a few around. So I thought, well, you know, I might as well create a place for them to sort of get together. So originally I was thinking, okay, maybe just have like uh, 50 people in a room talk for an hour and stuff and, you know, maybe exchange business cards. But then I thought I could add some extra aspects. So we got speakers who were either teen entrepreneurs themselves or adults who maybe started businesses when they were younger. And uh, we tried to have some like breakout sessions and stuff for people to share their ideas. And overall we had about 150 teen entrepreneurs from around the UK attend in London on the 3rd of August. And uh, yeah, I'd say it's pretty six. It was went pretty successful. Uh, That's awesome. Good feedback. When we definitely expand, uh, hope to expand in the future, uh, not only uh, in size, but uh, we hope to go to many other locations too in the UK and also around the world. Sure. And, and you had it at the Google campus in London, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So how did you you get, you know, obviously everybody's heard of Google, but yeah. how did you get them in kind of involved in, in backing you and, and the conference? Uh, well, actually, we're very lucky in London because uh, Google have a special space for, uh, well, a co-working space for uh, entrepreneurs and uh, anyone can sort of apply to become a member of that. And uh, you can also apply to have events there and we uh luckily they let us have a, an event there free of charge and uh yeah so it's a pretty cool place to uh have events and there are lots of uh tech events there and also entrepreneurship events sure no i, I think that's awesome and and your turnout especially for a first event it was, yeah. is actually really good right yeah and so do you have another one planned for 2017 or is it still kind of too early uh, yeah, we're, we're currently planning the 2017 one. Uh, we hope to have, in 2017, we're going to have it in London again. We were planning on maybe going international, but we thought it was slightly too early. So we're going to stay in London next year, and we hope to maybe scale up to 300 teen entrepreneurs. So hopefully we can meet that. Uh, I'm sure we can do it in our second year, since uh, our first year went quite well. So, Yeah. Sure. And then did did Google kind of help you with any of the promotion or, or kind of support the event in any way? I know they gave you like free space and whatnot, but, you know, did did they sponsor the thing or, or give you anything else? Uh, they they promoted us through their uh, London campus uh, social media channels and they also uh, uh, they helped with some uh, others, much smaller things though. Uh, not so much on the side of sponsorship, but okay. uh, they've been helpful all along and much of the planning took place there. So, yeah. Sure. No, that's awesome. Even the fact that they gave you a, a free space is pretty awesome, right? Yeah. So I'm kind of curious, you're doing all these things. 
Um, what what do you kind of see? What's your next kind of thing you're going to tackle? Like, obviously, you have this Learn Pluses, um, you know, on the horizon, the launch of that. You're working on a conference. Is there kind of anything else that you're you're working on that you want to kind of talk about? Because I think you have quite the fascinating story. You're you're still, mm. you know, you're you're 15 and you're doing all these things that a lot of adults never end up doing, right? Yeah. Well, from the conference, I guess I've got to meet so many other people doing so many things, and uh, many people think a teen entrepreneur is automatically someone who's in the tech industry. And all, and although there are a lot of uh, teen entrepreneurs who are in tech. I've met many who are in uh, other things too, such as fashion and things like that. So I think uh, maybe after Learn Plus, I've got a few more ideas for tech projects. And I've also got a few ideas for uh, maybe things that aren't solely tech-based. So uh, I definitely want to explore more uh, areas of business and uh, not just stay in tech. But, uh, you know, there's so much to do and I think um, or so much I could do. Uh, and I think, you know, why stop with one thing? Sure. No, that that makes a lot of sense. And, and so I'm, I'm curious then, how do you guys kind of plan on monetizing Learn Plus? Uh, so I guess a bit like Spotify, we're trying to, we've got a premium version too. So, uh, Learn Plus Premium basically allows you to have 24-7 tutoring. So let's say I'm doing, um, I'm doing geography revision on Learn Plus or something. Uh, I could get a live tutor instantly like that if I want to like ask some questions and stuff. So okay. I guess that's sort of an aim. Uh, we, yeah, so people can get uh, professional live help when they need it. Uh, yeah. No, that that's awesome. That's that's really interesting. And and so, um, is that going to roll out in January as well, or is that kind of later on down the road? Uh, that will be slightly later on down the road. We believe that for Learn Plus's uh, success, the key is a user base, sure. uh, because you know without a user base. Uh, since much of our key features are based on social interaction, and since uh, the courses aren't made by us but anyone, uh, we do need the user base there first. And I think uh, it would be very hard to monetize if we do not have the users first. So, uh, you know, I think uh, for us, money is not the main priority. I mean, we don't have many overheads, you know. And uh, most of the reason we do this project isn't because of the money. And I mean, I mean, loads of people say that. Some people mean it. Some people don't. But like, sure. uh, for us, you know, it's just it's just a hobby and something to well, if if all fails, you know, it's something to go on our resume or CV at the end of the day. So yeah, uh, tons. Al yeah. Although although we do hope, uh, although we do take this seriously and we do want it to become a real product, uh, you know. Uh, there's no, there's no loss for us at the moment, really, apart from our time. Sure. And well, even like, I think just getting people to talk about it and cover it in, in different social media channels and, and marketing channels, you know, I, I think that will help you a lot too. And I think even just, I think you and I could do another show kind of around the, yeah. the launch of Learn Plus, just so you can hopefully get some traction a little bit more in America. But um, you mentioned um, 
just kind of overhead and not really necessarily caring about um, money and that you don't really have a yeah. lot of overhead right now. But did you guys, I obviously there's some costs just from like yeah. server yeah. side of things and, you know, um, and other kind of just general kind of costs. So did you guys raise some money? Are you guys self-funded or, or kind of how does that work? Or is everybody that's involved in the project just kind of expected to cover their own costs? Uh, we don't expect our developers to cover our own costs, but we do have uh, another side of Arlix, which we do use to cover finances. So we do some web design consultancy services, stuff like that, in order to uh, earn some finances. So, uh, yeah, like we go to the, you know, your average coffee shop restaurant and offer to build them maybe a website, you know, uh, increase their digital outreach and from that we can uh, gain some funds in order to uh, fund our projects although that's not really uh, enough for what we think in the future so in the future we definitely uh, consider maybe approaching VCs things like that uh, maybe try crowdfunding uh, however I'm pretty sure that's quite hard so uh, we'll see where the finances road takes us in the future however uh, for now, we're pretty self-funded. Sure. No, I, I think that's awesome. And I think there's a lot of startups and a lot of startups that do exactly what you guys are doing. And they just don't mention that they still take on, you know, client work to fund some of their, you know, product-based work. And I think it's super important to kind of stress that again, that, you know, like you kind of almost have to do what you got to do to fund the stuff that you really want to do. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So how much time would you guys say you kind of spend on client work compared to actually working on uh, the product? I say almost 50-50. Uh, almost oh, uh, really? However, we can normally get client work done quite fast. And uh, normally our team, uh, we don't put all of it back into the company. We give, we give our team a bit for themselves. Uh, so often when they get that, then they prefer to turn out projects a lot faster. So we normally, client work, we normally get done quite fast. Uh, well, I mean, some more complicated than others, but, uh, uh, you know, we still have plenty of time to spend on Learn Plus. And offer we rotate our developers. So some are doing client work, some will stay on Learn Plus. No, that, that's fascinating to me. Like you have all these huge problems that I think a lot of companies go through almost solved, right? Like you wow. guys, well, I, I get that <laughs> it doesn't always go, you know, smoothly every time, yeah, but I, there's a lot of companies that are struggling with these problems that you guys are, you know, getting through. And the fact that you guys are, you know, so young and spread across the world, like trying to get adults in one office doing the same, going the same direction can be extremely challenging. And, you know, the fact that you guys are doing this across the world is, yeah, is mind-boggling yeah. and fascinating to me. And, and, and it's great, man. Like, I, I love what you guys are doing. I think it's awesome. And I, you know, I want to have you on the show because I think you guys have an inspiring story for a lot of young people and adults, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're kind of coming to the end of the show. Let's maybe again kind of just close the show with mentioning um, – where people can can find you online and um you know that they can look forward to learn plus coming out in in january 2017 and 
the the Arlix meet in uh, London 2017. Uh, yeah, so, uh, well, if there's any developers listening or designers or anyone who's interested in maybe working with us, you know, you can just search Arlix Technologies on our website. There's uh, all the information uh, there that you might need. And, uh, you know, if you're generally just interested in us as a group and company, then uh, you can uh, follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So... Uh, yeah. Well, perfect, Alex. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time of your day to be on the show, and I look forward to following you guys. And I think we should do another one in January uh, around the launch of Learn Plus. And you know, I guess keep up the good work. I, I love promoting what you're doing. Yeah, awesome. I think it's awesome. You know, this has been great. Yeah, I love the show too. Thank All you. Right. All right, man. Well, um, have a good rest of your day, and we'll talk soon. You too. See okay. you. Bye. Thanks for listening. The music for the show is done by Electric Mantra. You can check them out at electricmantra.com and keep them in the future.